Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. I can remember the first time that I saw misdirection in action. And it was legitimately amazing. I was at a company function. I was probably 24 years old, 25-ish. And uh, it was one of those casino nights. And I was killing it. Just just the cards were falling my way, all of it. ton of fun, having a great night. And if you've been to one of those events, you know that, that sometimes people don't want to play or they're leaving. So what happens is sometimes you get other people's chips. So the combination of me... Uh, being the beneficiary of other people, giving me their chips, and also not being able to lose. I had a ton of chips. And I'm looking around, and uh, I'm with a buddy. We're looking around, and I'm like, man, I don't think that they're going to believe that uh, that I actually did this well because I had way more than, at least my perception was, I had way more than everybody else. And so what you did was you just wrote down what your chip total not, total was on a piece of paper and then handed it in. And when they were reading off the winners, the person who won, it was this massive number, this huge number, way more than than my number. And I can remember the look on the person's face, this 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 woman, her name was Barb, on Barb's face when she read the total and she sort of read it and then looked up. I was like, no way. And she literally took the piece of paper up and tossed it and said, well, that's not a real number. And she then went on to read my number, which at this point was extremely more credible and believable and crowned me the winner. So my buddy had submitted that really, really high number. And it was a perfect example of misdirection. So uh, threw in that enormous number, making my number look considerably more believable. So again, I thought that that was an amazing thing, misdirection in action. Uh, I would have never thought to do something like that. Now, in today's world, we see misdirection happening all the time, all around us, particularly in politics. You know, there's always somebody trying to get your eyes off of one thing and onto another. It's the whole shiny object thing. Oh, look over there. Don't don't look in this hand. Look in this hand. Uh, but I also think that we see that probably in every aspect of life, but certainly with credit card companies. There's so much freaking nonsense with credit card companies that they are trying to get you to focus on certain aspects of what they do, but not really the core aspects of what they do and fundamentally what they're doing to you. What's in your wallet? We treat you like you treat you. Belong. Travel in good company. Everywhere you want to be. A card that reflects you. Do more. For larger living. It pays to discover. Live more. Live richly. Make life rewarding. Make life simple. Membership has its privileges. Priceless. Start living your dreams. Yes, you can. You know what? Fuck you. I find those to be offensive. Literally, I find that to be offensive. It's offensive because it's an absolute lie. Live your dreams. 
live your best life, fundamentally, these are stopping people from doing both of those things. It is absolutely misdirection. They offer these ridiculous sign-up bonuses. They offer you miles. They pitch these things actually on airplanes. They pitch them to incoming freshmen at colleges. I, I mean, they are selling and slinging and giving you every little taste that they can possibly think of to get you hooked. So fundamentally, they're drug dealers. That's what they're doing. They're giving you a taste to get you hooked. And they absolutely do not care about you. Well, they absolutely care all about you. They love you because they are extracting money from you at enormous and incredible levels. I mean, the realities of credit card debt in the United States. If you don't know, well, I encourage you just to Google. I'll give you some quick rundown, quick numbers right here. And after 2008 happened, um, for a variety of reasons, credit card debt went down. But where we are today, we are way now over we are over um, the 2008 levels. We are well over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. Um, the fourth quarter of 2018, we were at $870 billion, a 5% increase from that time in 2017. 5% increase. That's crazy. And like I said, we're at a trillion dollars, suppressing the Great Recession. Half of credit card users, 48% make minimum monthly payments. Minimum monthly payments. That means I am not using this card for the points. I am not using it for the miles. That's the narrative and the lie that I told myself that I was going to do and why I do it, but I'm not doing it. Right? That's... that is the the BS lie that we tell ourselves. Oh, I really want the points. Here's the best credit card for points. There are so many different people that make money as, as writers or bloggers or whatever evaluating the best credit card for you. The greatest credit card of 2019, the best deals, blah, 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 blah. Half of Americans are getting their asses kicked by credit card companies. The average balance on a card is $6,354. Rolling that balance over, rolling it over, rolling it over every month. So obviously, these credit cards, going back to the whole thing, they do not give a fuck about you. They want to put you in debt and they want you to stay right there. 2016... This is three years ago, and I should have done more thorough research to give you this year number, this year's number, but you'll get the idea. In 2016, the fee and interest income received by credit card companies topped $163 billion. So if credit card debt has been increasing exponentially, like we talked about, just from a 5% increase, well, 5% on $163 billion. And again, that was from 17 to 18. And I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that that number is more in 19 than it was in 2018. 
you get the idea here. And it's profitable. So they're spending $17 billion to get that 163 So that was in 16 again. So at least I, I got those numbers right. So in 2016, they spent $17 billion to get $163 billion in revenue. And we haven't even specifically talked about how these credit card companies target young people and seniors, the most at-risk people in our populations. Um, and we probably ought not because my fucking head would explode. Um, so intelligent people like you and I, we don't do this. We don't fall victim to this. At least when the light bulb turns on, we don't anymore. I know throughout my entire 20s, I talk about this quite a bit, that I used credit cards and I rolled them over and uh, I was putting vodka sodas and vodka tonics on my credit cards and vodka Red Bulls and all that nonsense on credit cards and paying on the monthly uh, minimum monthly amounts or whatever for, for years and years and years, which was not a super smart money move. So don't don't fall victim to this. Um, the average credit card interest rate for a new offer is 19.24%, for, 19.24%, 14% for existing accounts. I mean, I don't care what the stock market does. You just can't overcome that. It's, it's not a recipe. It is an absolute recipe for keeping you in a negative financial situation. It's, it's awfully, awfully, awfully tough to get out of that. Uncle Dave is right. Only way to get out of debt is to be aggressive about it, to be intentional about it, to get pissed off, to start knocking those debts off one at a time. And this is not a show to talk about how to do that. I think that that's well documented. Look up Dave Ramsey, Snowballs. Uh, look at the baby steps. It's all amazing. Right. Need to close the gap. We all need to close the gap. Oh, I think first and foremost, we need to call bullshit and stop thinking that uh, that we're using credit cards responsibly because it, obviously half of us aren't. Does that mean that the other half are? I don't know. Maybe it does. But let's stop the narrative that, oh, I want to get my points because it's just not working out that way. The time is now. Close the gap between what you intellectually understand and then the behaviors that you take part in. So if you're rolling credit card balances over from month to month, well, then get rid of your credit cards because you are not currently capable of using them. Think you're addicted. You're addicted to this stuff. You want the stuff. You want to buy the things. You want nicer stuff than you can afford with your income. And I get it. That's fine. It's okay to want them. But you're screwing yourself over if you keep doing the things that you've been doing. So be the responsible person that you are absolutely capable of being. Make the decision to be that person now and today. Do your part by doing your best. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash 
podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.